John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, it's another week of Your Two Dads, only this week it's one dad and one mom. Hi! Meg Malloy is here. I am. My partner in love. Ew! Ew! Ew. I can't believe you said it like that. (laughs) And parenting. And parenting. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, Sean is um, on vacation, I think, in Miami. Which is like, not a Sean-centric place i feel like it's not uh i can't think of a place i wouldn't have guessed that but less suited to his body (laughs) than miami um saw a picture of nolan totally covered up by the pool yeah because he also has translucent irish skin (laughs) Uh, so that's good he's being taken care of but i'm glad he's on vacation and he's having fun with his family it's good to get out of here you vacationed in miami shortly after we met i did and uh, you don't, now that I know you much had better. A, had a little I, hookup at the Standard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, so do you love, you love Miami, right? Um. Well, I love reading <laughs> books and ordering drinks by the pool uh-huh. anywhere. And I just went there because my best friend came with me and I don't know. It just is, it was a destination that worked for both of us. Yeah. We didn't have very much time and I don't know. I had like a. Did you get hookup? Oh yeah, I yeah. get <laughs> I get burnt every time I'm in the sun. Um, no matter what, no matter how much I prepare for it. But yeah, I we're just... lucky. It's uh, shade to there's shade enough to go check the mail here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's true. Um, but you have beautiful milky skin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Is that that was kind of serial killer? Yeah, that yeah. was. Uh, so that's where Sean is, um, but I'm so lucky and we're so grateful that Meg has stepped in and, um, she's going to be, it's going to be your parents, it's your parents. It's your two parents, It's baby. your two parents It's your two today. step-parents. <laughs> yeah, we're both step-parents. Yeah. And, and real parents. And real parents. Um, so where did you, just some background, just, mm-hmm. you know, quick background. Uh, what's your quick life story uh, for our listeners? Old, oldest of four girls. Whoa. Product of uh, an adult divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, <laughs> Product of an adult divorce. <laughs> so that's complicated. My parents should have split when I was much younger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of those. But they were like, we'll just hold out for you guys' sake, which yeah. is such horseshit. Guys, if you're <laughs> thinking about getting divorced, just fucking do it. Yeah. Don't, don't wait until your kids are actual adults and like really needing you to lean on for important life decisions like marriage and home buying don't wait until then yeah fifth grade's easy yeah do it when your kid is young and still like an adaptable human (laughs) like you know it's just crazy and then they won't have to live with the guilt that you stayed with a person you Mm -hmm. couldn't fucking stand they're like why would we get divorced we have a captive audience for all our arguments i know exactly (laughs) They're like, Meg, read that back, that last part. I'm pretty sure I was right. (laughs) Anyway, both of my parents individually seem to be happier now. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Who really knows? I mean, who really knows anybody? Yeah. I have three sisters. They're all younger than me. Um, They're my best friends. They're Mm -hmm. total psychos. But I am too because we grew up in a crazy house. Yeah. Um, I... I'm originally from Houston, One th- lived in New York for a long time, and now I'm here. Great. And, and that's it. That's my story. <laughs> uh, I love the um, – one thing I noticed early on the first time I got to hang out with you and your sisters is that uh, you guys, like, talk about how you feel to each other's faces. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like – Something that would be like a two-week rift in my family gets settled in five minutes of screaming with your family. Yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. We're very um, we're, we're very direct, but we also don't like – we don't dwell on stuff. Mm-hmm. If one of them says something that I don't like, I'm like, hey, I don't like that. And yeah. You know, they might say tough shit or okay, sorry, and mm-hmm. and then it's done. We like we definitely speak up when we're feeling something. I'll, I'll never forget like the first time I went to visit your mom's house, and um, 
Lulu did something, and then KK said, like, you should step in or do something. And you were like, don't tell me how to parent my kid. She, no, she was getting mad at me for reprimanding K- Lulu. Oh, okay. Because she always is like, oh, you remember she's this. fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you don't she, dwell on she's it. She's always like, <laughs> no, she's always doing that. She's like, oh, she's okay. fine. She's being cute. I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. nah. I can't let my kid be destructive, even if it's cute. If she's being bad, I got to be like, hey, stop that. Yeah. Um, but what I thought, I remember thinking the exchange that you guys had was over in like five minutes. And uh-huh. I was like, um, if someone said in my family, like, don't tell me how to parent my kid, it would be like, that would be the start of a huge feud that would last, you know, who knows how long. Wow. A, a feud of silence. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, but there with you are guys, no silent feuds in my family. You guys fight like big cats in a jungle and then it's over and yeah. you're like, all right, let's go back to, you know. Yeah, we're eating grass. We're crazy. Yeah, uh, I can't imagine what it was like when you were all like, horm- like hormonal teens in the same house. I just um, can't even. You know, it was like watching a marathon of MMA fights. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty fucking crazy. Did you ever break up fights, or did you guys just want to see how far it would go? Uh, I don't think that I probably broke up. Th- that many it's too it's dangerous yeah you don't want to get involved in I that i don't usually we also we love each other but we also generally don't take sides too much in an argument it's like well you're crazy but she's kind of crazy too yeah and, um so i don't know we don't like gang up on each other too much right it's happened before but um we fight pretty fair yeah yeah. But I'm saying you never like it wasn't like a thing where you guys would do, have mediators and people would jump in and stop things. Well, sometimes my parents would try, but <laughs> <laughs> they're crazy for trying. Nice try. You made us this way. Yeah, I know. Um, well, that's cool. My my uh, sibling dynamic with my sister, who's five years older, mm-hmm. half sister, getting into the theme of yeah. our episode. Um, she would lock herself in her bedroom and I and I'd be like banging on the door like play with me and she would she'd be like go away that was our that oh, was really? our sibling yeah oh, no I always loved playing with my sisters oh that's great yeah so it, it's me it's personal. I mean I was bo- I, I was I was bossy <laughs> sometimes for sure yeah I would like trick them into doing chores for me Tom Sawyer style and I uh, I'm having so much fun roasting this chicken <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but we always had we always had a lot of fun. We mm. lean on each other a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I can tell it's a wonderful thing. Uh, well, that's great. And now, um, so you, you're from Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, how would you say that the parenting style in general in Texas or like? Uh, where you grew up is any different from like New York or LA? Is it any different or is it the same everywhere? Well, I mean, what I grew up around looks so different than uh, New York or LA in that there was like a FFA club. There was like a barn at my high school. What's an FFA club? Future Farmers of America. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That starts out so exciting. It's like future. future. You're like, ooh, future future what? (laughs) Future farmers. Farmer, ooh. Yeah. Uh, So there was that. What is that? Um, It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a group of people who aspire to be... In the farming industry. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> Oh, so it's literal. Yeah, it's okay. literal. And they like take care of animals and shit and you you like take care of an animal and you get it ready for the auction, which is like a fundraiser for I think it's for like college scholarships and stuff. What age is this like the hot thing to do? Well, it's never the hot thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely never. FFA never got anybody laid. No, That's, no, no. I don't think so. Um, it's in high school that it okay. happens. Okay, That's what and I'm it's asking. like All right. behind the um, football field. Mm-hmm. So it's literally a big barn. It's a barn. There's mm-hmm. a very big barn, and then there's just a field of cows, and that field of cows backed up to the subdivision that I grew up in. <laughs> Oh, okay. So that, you know, you got... That's America. You grew up in America. I grew up in America. (laughs) Uh, There's the FFA stuff. I was on the dance team, which is like a religion. Um, I want to hear more about this FFA thing. So you raise an animal 
They get they bequeath you an animal? Does someone give not, you an animal? I don't really know how that works. I'm not sure if you have to pay for it or mm-hmm. if you like fundraise for it or who gets to raise like the cute fun animals. Okay. Um I one of my dad's patients was taking care of this pig. Wait, can you tell this in a southern accent? <laughs> in a Texas I'm kidding. One of my dad's patients was taking care <laughs> of this pig. And sometimes I'd go feed that pig with her and, you know, uh, pet its coarse little coat and throw the mash in the big long thingy. Oh, my God. I'm so, anyway. ha- I'm so hard right now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's how my people talk, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would help her take care of this pig every so often. And I thought pigs were cool. And then she was like, pigs are smarter than dogs. And I was like, wow, that's so crazy. Mm -hmm. And so my dad took me to the FFA auction. Mm -hmm. And I was, mm, I don't know, like nine or 10. And he told this girl, he's like, I'm going to buy that pig. And I was like, yes, a pet pig. A pet pig. Fuck yeah. How big Uh, was this pig? It was ginormous. Yeah. It was huge. I could have, I could have, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it's a bidding war with some other local dads, Mm -hmm. but my dad beat him out. Okay. Because my dad is competitive and (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to get into that, but yeah. Okay. No, he was not about to let any of the other dads get this pig after he said he was going to buy this pig. Okay. He's like, that's my fucking pig. Yeah. Uh, that's my fucking pig. Um, so he bought the pig, and I was like, oh, my God. I felt like I was just crowned Miss America. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this pig is my pig. That's yeah. some pig. Like, yeah. I couldn't get over it. And, and the pig had hearts they, in its eyes oh, for you. Oh, for sure. The yeah. pig was covered in glitter. He had, like, what? A, yeah, had a big bow on, and I was like, oh, my God. Wait, that changes the whole thing I'm picturing. Oh, That's yeah. amazing. He was, like, in show pig mode, and I was like... <laughs> And we had a huge backyard, so I was like, this is great. I'm, like, dreaming about Obviously, our- Obviously, we're raising this pig yeah, in our I'm, backyard. Yeah, like, dreaming about our life together in my mm-hmm. big backyard. And there's a <laughs> professional photographer there, so I'm, like, cheesing with the pig. Oh, my God. I know. And I'm like, oh, my God. So how are we going to get this pig home? Can I ask you a, what could be a very sad question? Can Did I- Did you name this pig? I don't remember the pig's name, but I know that it had a name because all of the FFA animals have names. Okay, all right. Um, And my dad was like, he won't recognize this pig when it gets home. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Because we're going to put it in outfits? And then a guy came over and was like, so how would you like this pig slaughtered? And I was like, (gasps) yeah, yeah. And now I'm a vegetarian. Because <laughs> you ate that whole pig and got sick and you were like, never I again. I was horrified. Yeah. I was I was like, holy shit. I mean, my world came crashing down. I was Unbelievable. like, I thought I was getting a pet and now you're telling me I'm going to have to eat it? Nah. Wow. Yeah. So my dad's a cool guy. Texas. <laughs> Texas. America. So that's parenting in Texas for you. All right. Yeah. Uh, and uh oh just real quick what was your dad's nickname in high school good times good times <laughs> good times malloy <laughs> i am jealous of that okay uh so that's kind of your background how you grew up that's four, that's three what, sisters. <laughs> all of that has shaped me into exactly who i am today <laughs> and you should have a pig but yeah, you don't i don't how do you happen to know and don't feel bad if you don't mm-hmm. how old pigs gr- live if they aren't slaughtered? I'm not sure. I have no idea how don't long. I really pig- know. Coach, how long do pigs last? Forever. 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 No one knows because they I know, all get I murdered. Do thi- <laughs> I, I do think that they can live quite a long They're time. They're too delicious. No one's ever oh, found oh, out. Oh, oh. Anyway. Uh, okay. When we come back, we are going to get into some parenting stuff. And uh, don't... <laughs> I was going to say touch that dial, but we're podcasting. I have no idea what to say anymore. <laughs> but we'll be back with more Your Two Dads. And we're back with yeah. more Your Two Dads. You thought we were coming back with less Your Two Dads. Well, there are less dads. <laughs> there are less dads. There's 50% less dads. But there are still two parents here. But 100% more Meg. Yep. There you go. Yeah. I'm not good at... I am good at math, actually. I'm yeah. not that bad. You're not bad. 
You're a fan of math? Not a fan. Not a fan of math. No. Not I, a fan at all. I found with don't, math. Don't know what I'm going to do when the girls need help with math homework. I saw a meme today uh, about that was like um, a monkey reading a piece of paper mm-hmm. with his baby monkey next to him. Mm-hmm. And the meme said, uh, me trying to figure out how my kid got an F on his homework when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And then the caption said, the caption said, uh, number bonds, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't remember number bonds at all when I was a kid, and that's what Goldie's doing. And oh, this meme is I talking about number bonds, so it must a be a new. Bond is. Well, let me break it down for you. It's uh, if I were super talented, I would do it like En Vogue. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's three. So you take like nine, three, and six, uh-huh. right? So and then you have three circles. You put nine in one, and then you connect the other two circles to that one, and you put three in the other one and six in the other one. And the bond is that three and six make nine. <gasps> My head hurts. Stop. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. That's it's coming. That's all you, buddy. You're gonna be. You're gonna no, be doing it when they need help. You know, editing their papers or mm-hmm. doing art history stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Maybe science projects that involve some kind of sculpture. Yeah, stuff like that, dioramas. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. But okay. math, I don't want to mess them up. I uh, I barely passed math, and I honestly tried very hard. But it's like I just don't speak that language. Yeah. Well, luckily, math is non-existent in the world mm. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part. Uh, so what was I? I don't know. How did we get on math? I don't know. Oh, How did that happen? I don't know. Oh. Here we are. Here we are. Anyway. In math. Mm-hmm. Um, are you looking forward to helping the girls as like with their homework, like pa- like papers and stuff? Is there any part of school as they get older that you are looking forward to? I am looking forward to um, seeing what clicks with them. Mm-hmm. And seeing what excites them because yeah. I don't think that anybody goes through school and just hates all of it. I think there is at some point something kind of speaks to you and it kind of opens you up to other possibilities or it makes you feel like school's not the worst thing. Um, and for me, that was definitely art class mm-hmm. and um, and English creative writing specifically. Yeah. I was like, wow, I don't mind doing these assignments. In fact, I kind of love it and it makes me feel good. And so I hope that um, I hope they find one or more things that make them feel good, that they feel like they're good at and that they want to get better at. Mm -hmm. So I look forward to that. But and I'll be as helpful as I can, but uh, I'm no scholar. So. I remember even in my high school, uh, I'll use the real names because they're real people. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Luke Metz and Neil O'Connor. When have you ever not used anyone's real I, names? I don't, have the, <laughs> I don't have time to come up with names. Luke Metz and Neil O'Connor I uh-huh. went to high school with. They were the goth kids, and mm. they were uh, they were quite a pair, very tall mm-hmm. and very imposing as goths. Mm. But turns out, secret science lovers oh. and were brilliant at science. But oh. they were goth, and you think you would think goth... Is like nihilism. It's not. Apparently, it's just a lot of black. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. It's yeah. just wardrobe choices and right. nine-inch nails. And sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I always wondered how the goth kids did it at my high school because I was like, we're in fucking Texas. Oh, yeah. We're Texas. in the can, armpit of Texas. Can you imagine like How is that Florida? trench coat? I guess your weather is similar. Oh, yeah. To Florida weather. So, it's like 100% humidity. Mm-hmm. It's so Ugh. sweaty and swampy. I'm from the swamps, honey. Yeah. Yeah. It's nasty. Yeah, it's like you weren't dressed slutty. You were just dressed appropriately for the weather. Yeah. All those high school girls. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come for me about dress code. No. No, you're... (laughs) I definitely definitely got in trouble for dress code a few times. What was the dress code at your school? Um, Your skirts had to be longer than your pointer finger when it was down, when your arms were down at your side. So you you let your arms rest. Uh Uh-huh. And then the skirt has to go Wherever your pointer finger hits. Or not your pointer finger, sorry, your middle finger. Oh, dang. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to stand up. I want to do this and see where it hits on my leg. Because I have no idea where that, how long that is. Yeah. I'm going to, I might not even think it's appropriate. I think maybe it should be longer. Let's see. Okay. So. So that, yeah. What? Like mid-thigh. That's you yeah. wait, you could put you could wear a skirt that short? Yeah. Did and you? I did, honey. No. Oh yeah, I did. No. Oh yeah, I did. 
I've seen your legs. Don't be doing that. How did any boy do anything? I don't know. I don't understand I don't how know. we get through high school. I was just talking. But it's not our problem. What do you mean? Oh, girls? I think girls should be able to wear, I mean, within reason, everybody should be oh, able I... to wear whatever they want to. Oh, this I understand. crazy yeah. shit about, like, girls can't wear spaghetti straps or girls can't wear have their bras showing. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, I don't think that we should be policing Okay. It. No, okay. I don't. Just making sure. I just know how difficult it is to concentrate as a boy. I'm not saying that mm. it's your fault. It's not our fault that it's wieners nature. just don't do it for us in high school and I that know. we're thinking about other things. <laughs> how could you? I know. Um, yeah, that's uh, so you would wear a short skirt in high school. Yeah, everybody did. Everybody <sighs> wore short skirts. Everybody wore tank tops. We weren't really supposed to, but... I'm like, how are you going to... It's just so hot, you? Mr. Bart. I know. I'm like, <laughs> how are you going to make me... How are you going to send me home for wearing a short skirt? But I'm on the dance team, and at pep rallies, you have me shaking my ass yeah. in like a pair of roller girl shorts and like essentially a little more than a sports bra. How does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And that shouldn't but that's have because, been the case. <laughs> that's because I'm from pageant country. Yeah. You know? Everything is like about pageantry and and cheerleading and mm -hmm. dancing and whatever. They're anyway. like, when you're holding books, you need a certain skirt. But if you're not <laughs> holding a book, yeah. then you can wear a thong in front of the whole yeah. school. If yeah. you're making all the dad's dockers tight, <laughs> they had some, you better show up in some spandex shorts. Yeah, they needed some puffy, poofy pleats mm -hmm. to watch those pep rallies. Uh, yeah, that stuff. I, I Who was I talking to uh, yesterday? Um, about teenage, uh, uh, I don't remember, some adult. We were talking about teenagers and how difficult it is uh, to be a teenager and how now with uh, social media and all that, it's like, uh, how are we, how are they, how do any of them make it through? I don't know how you make it through high school anymore. I don't know I either. just don't know. It's like, it was hard enough, you know, and I don't even know how I made it. I mean, I remember... I, I had a decent time. Like it wasn't. Um, I know you had a great time. I, but mean, I, <laughs> I did sometimes. I yeah. I would. I don't know what I would have done if mm. I would have grown up in social media times. Yeah, Ugh. that movie Eighth Grade handles that. Oh, like, pretty that much was hard. The most directly, yeah, it's a I great think. movie, but it's hard to watch. Yeah, and I don't know. I. I don't even like social media as an adult. Mm -hmm. I have a really complicated view of it. It can be really great for work stuff. You could, you know, what? but it can also make you feel like absolute shit. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. there's thousands of studies that are like this is really bad for us. Mm -hmm. um, but I just want to point out real quick that if people follow you on Instagram at Meg Malloy. <laughs> uh, you do some killer content and it doesn't look like you don't like it. Thank you. You do a great job. Uh, but the uh, eighth grade uh, social media, it's the, the hormones and everything are already bad. I remember I didn't even have, I wasn't like bullied badly, like a little bit here and there, mm -hmm. but, I, but I felt like an outsider and all that. Turns out I'm just alcoholic. But uh, <laughs> the, even in my situation, which I can look back and say, yes, I had some struggles with personalities and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. uh, it was decent. And I still remember feeling so dark and so low sometimes. I remember Craig, uh, my longtime, my oldest best friend, Craig, used to want, he'd be like, can you promise me you're never going to do heroin? Like, he was really Jeez. worried about it because I was always listening to, like, Alice in Chains and, and Velvet Underground and oh, stuff geez. like that. Yeah. Well, Velvet Underground's, well, good. Underground's good, but yeah, but he was just like really like saw that I was upset. so it's just and I was like fine, and that's how dark you get. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just I just feel like how do any kids get? Through I got it? I got teased a lot in elementary school. Mm -hmm. I was as awkward looking as I could have possibly been. Yeah, I had jacked teeth. You know, I had thick glasses. Big curly frizzy hair, like a girl Urkel. Yeah, yeah, I was dorky as hell. I really, really was, and I just, um, I don't know. I carried such shame with me from such a young age, mm -hmm. and felt like I was so wrong, and had a little bit of a swan moment before high school. Puberty hit quick, and it yeah. hit hard, mm -hmm. and 
all the people and it who, left a mark. <laughs> <laughs> all the people who had been really nasty to me were all of a sudden much nicer, mm-hmm. and I never really was able to just move forward. Um, but I do feel like being teased gave me a lot of compassion for people, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I'm I'm very sensitive, and I think all the time if anybody teases these girls, I'll fucking kill them. Oh, I know. I'll kill. Them. I know. I'll kill them. I. I hope that they... And just, you know, and I don't want the girls teasing anybody. Me neither. I think a lot of people worry about their kids being bullied and they don't clue in as much to the possibility of their kids pushing people around. And I'm very aware that it could go either way. And Mm. I, you know, we tell them often they'll never get in trouble for standing up for what's right and, you know, letting someone know, hey, that's not cool. But yeah, I think that I, what I worry about is if they are getting picked on that they tell us because I know that a lot of stuff went down for me mm-hmm. when I was a kid that I just never told my parents. Oh, for sure. I you didn't know? tell and my parents And I hope they tell either. us, but they're probably not going to. Yeah. No, I'm, I definitely want to facilitate. It's it's hard to toe the line between being a friend mm-hmm. and being a parent and like offering up this open communication and being like, you can tell me anything. Uh, This is a place of safety and honesty and whatever. It's hard to do that. Yeah. It's really hard to do that as a parent and still, you know, not get too close to the friend thing because then it's like your authority is out the window. Right. Um, So that's tough. I think that will, I think that's probably a challenge for everyone. I definitely think it'll be a challenge for us. I I remember we had Dan Levy on here and I asked him, what would you want if you could have a superpower, but it was parenting centered? Mm -hmm. It had to be like, it can't just be, I wish I could fly. But like, what would you do as a parent? (laughs) And he was, and I I was, because mine was going to, because we were going to go around. Mm -hmm. And I said, I think. Um, I wish I could read their minds so I could communicate what they needed from me. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he goes, uh, but I didn't say mine yet. And he goes, ooh, that's a good question. I think I wish that I could have goldfish on me at any time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Like the crackers. And I was like, why can't I have your brain, Dan? (laughs) That's the worst situation that you need a superpower for. I don't always have goldfish, but I always have a pack of applesauce in my purse. That's true. You do have pouches. (laughs) You're big on the pouches. Um, What would you have wanted? Because I don't even know what I would have wanted my parents to say to me. If I was getting picked on, I don't you know think I, mean? I I don't think I'd want to know everything that goes on in their heads. I don't think I'd want to know that about anybody. No, no, not that. That's crazy. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, if they are getting picked on, like, like when you were, mm-hmm. what do you wish your parents had said? Like, I don't know what I wish my parents would have said. You mm-hmm. know, I guess I wish they would have built me up a little more mm-hmm. and made me feel like I didn't deserve it. Right. My parents are not bad people. They're good people. But I just didn't feel like I could be as honest as I wanted to mm-hmm. about all of that stuff. And I probably could have. I probably could have gone to them. But I don't know. It just didn't feel like an option. Yeah. And maybe part of that is because I felt bad because my mom is this really beautiful social person mm-hmm. and she always had a million friends and was very popular and I think that I felt like oh god. Well, she's not going to get it. Yeah, yeah, I think I felt like she's not going to understand this at all. She was like homecoming queen and she, you know, everybody thinks she's so great. There's no way that she'll understand it. My dad also, good times. I, yeah. I'm like, I just, I don't know. I'm like, what, what, how can these two like. Possibly know what I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your mom wouldn't even let you sit at her lunch table. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom would be crushed to hear this. I hope she's not listening. <clears throat> um, and I do think my parents did their best. But yeah, I think I felt well, like. Well, you didn't, you didn't criticize her. You just, no, you know. I just felt a little, I felt intimidated. I felt like I'm just a big old Dorcas. Mm-hmm. And I never saw pictures of my mom looking this dorky. What do you? But th- lucky Lulu. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm gonna be like hashtag it gets better right. because she is gonna be like wow my mom <laughs> really went through an awkward phase. How do you feel about the awkward phase thing? I feel like 
uh, it's crucial to, like you said, being like more sensitive and like being compassionate mm-hmm. is like knowing what it's like to not feel great about yourself for a little while and have people not be so nice to you really gives you some perspective on what that feels like. Right. You know, and these kids like I feel like in modern uh, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm generalizing, but I feel like teens now, you know, there's so much more of an industry than when we were kids of fashion, of products, of how to look cool. That, oh like, my God, I know. When we were kids, there was... There you were, were like screwed. If you weren't born perfect, you were screwed. There was one kind be. of shoe that yeah. everybody had to have. I mean, like for me, everybody, if you didn't have LA gears, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, no, for real. If you yeah. did not have LA gears, like you Why were, are you, why'd you come to school? Yeah, and I remember getting them and feeling so relieved. Like, oh, it'll be okay. <laughs> It wasn't okay, but I thought that it would be. You know, that's what they that's why they made LA Gears. They wanted to help kids feel okay. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't about money. And I remember oh god, when I think about all this my favorite outfits like color b- blocked esprit jacket. Yes. Um I always had shirts with like applique designs and like glitter paint. Mm-hmm. I was just I was a dork to the but, core, man. But I'm saying, like, I feel like a lot of kids can can kind of mitigate their awkward phase now to where no one's going through that much of an awkward phase, and it's a, an important phase. Yeah, I think I think they probably do. I think we're probably with our own kids a little bit blind to it because yeah. we think they're great. Um, no matter how weird. <laughs> I remember my family was counting my armpit hairs as they came in. Oh, wow. Like I would go to a uh, barbecue at like Karen and Jeff's and they'd be like, what are we up to? And I'd lift my arm and they'd be like, four, five, six armpit hairs. And then we'd all, they'd clap. And at the time I thought it was really fun and looking back on it, they were totally making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we'll do if that happens to them. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Um, camp. There's got to be a camp for... There no. should be awkward camp where kids that are really going through it can go to a camp together. Yeah. That was I, what all the 80s movies were about. It's like the I, misfit camp versus the popular kids camp. I do think that while you still see a lot of cases of really horrible bullying mm-hmm. happening, I do think that there are... I know there's like, um, I want to say it's called the kind campaign Mm -hmm. and they visit schools and talk to, uh, talk to kids about being kind and Mm -hmm. how an act of kindness can be, can have such a profound effect on someone Yeah, and the power of just saying hi or including someone in a conversation. I mean, that goes such a long way. Um, I think that if we focus on, making kind little people that care i think you get you build a lot of esteem out of being kind to others yeah and i think that if we can do that they'll survive the horrible awkward years <laughs> I, f- I i gotta say going to goldie's school and looking around at the kids and how they behave um it seems a lot nicer out there than when i was a kid yeah these kids are much as far as i can tell and maybe i'm sure they're not all perfect but like it's just a nicer I think ladies the, have a more keen bullshit radar. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if I would probably agree with you. Yeah. I'd have to be I, I'd have, have to yeah, be there. You gotta more. get in there. Yeah. Okay. And Lulu will be ne- there next year, so You'll be watching. Yeah. I'll be I'll be <laughs> fucking watching. Uh we'll be right back with more Your Two Parents with Meg Malloy. I'm Julian. We'll be right back. And we're back with more Your Two Dads. Uh, It's a special edition. Meg is here, uh, and it's me and Meg, and we're doing a Your Two Parents podcast while Sean is in Miami with his family. Yeah. Uh, And he's probably going to come back burnt. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny to think of him in Miami. I'm sorry. Uh, So do you? we we are both Mm step-parents, and I... Didn't I don't I never really thought about step parenting before I became one. Yeah. You know? Like it never well, it's not something people I don't know, as a as a young man you don't like think about what that would feel like. Mm-hmm. Um and there's all the jokes, you know, like uh redheaded stepchild and stuff like that, which right. is like, you know, uh that, you know, stepkids are lesser or something, mm-hmm. you know. Um 
So I don't know. Uh, there's so many. I feel like America is mostly stepchildren now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the stigma's I think, gone. I think mostly it's gone. I think still there are, um, yeah, divorce is super common. Mm-hmm. I think that it should be looked at as a positive thing because most people don't get divorced because they're in a good situation. Right. Um, it is growth, it is difficult, mm-hmm. and it is brave. And, you know, anybody who doesn't think so is just hasn't been there probably. Yeah. I, or I is think my that grandma. There's, <laughs> yeah. There's a, you know, the main thing, and everybody I think agrees on this across the board, as long as you, uh, the change part of it is tough mm-hmm. for kids, no matter what, even if it's totally friendly. Right. And um and as long as you let them know like hey you're you're taken care of and you're loved. You're loved and you're taken care of and, and you're this safe. isn't your fault then it's fine. Yeah. Um you know and Well so, we were bo- our kids were both very young yes. when we split from their parents. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, like you've been in Lulu's life since she was 1. Yeah. She doesn't know life without you. Mm-hmm. Um and so you're just her other dad. Yeah. yeah. And I think Goldie barely remembers life without you Yeah, at this point. You know, when we think about, that's the crazy part. As adults, when you think about that time, that age, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I have very little from yeah. then. You know yeah. what I mean? The age they are now. Like, Goldie's just now becoming like a sentient human being. Right. You that, know what I, I mean? feel like I didn't develop real, like real memories of anything until first second grade yeah. i have flashes of like kindergarten like i remember fonda wilkins <laughs> yeah um i and i remember like moments i remember peeing my pants mm-hmm. uh, on go texan day yeah <laughs> but that's about it <laughs> you, you went texan <laughs> i went i went for it i was having so much fun line dancing oh, that i didn't go to the bathroom oh, that's so cute i know there's something about little kid pee that's so harmless to me i know i don't care because it's always an excited pee yeah you know what i, I mean? was like we're line dancing <laughs> and then i peed in my pants and i remember that but, yeah. you know, I don't remember, like, day-to-day kindergarten right. that much. We also want to point out that, you know, because we both wanted out of ours, yes. you know. And I had, was talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago, a, a male friend of mine, mm-hmm. who um, was having a real hard time. He had to fly to France to uh, finish his divorce. Jeez. And um, he was really emotional. He was, like, crying about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out that and and then you know we were, we were like the guys he was talking to about it we were like supportive and hugging him and stuff like that and then he goes like and it's not even my choice like he didn't want to be divorced yeah and I forget that that happens I know I I'm like divorce really is know. always when everyone's like fuck this how are we gonna split this shit up yeah and I forgot that you can have your heart broken. And get, you know what I mean? I'm like, God, how do you get through that? I know. That's brutal. I mean, a, a, a divorce where everybody agrees is hard enough. And then, yeah, And then, absolutely. like, to have it be, also be like, your heart's broken? I can't even imagine. Well, it would be if you left me. That's <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can imagine that. I do it all the time. <laughs> oh uh, you know, just uh, it's called gratitude. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say that um, step parenting is... It's fascinating. It's really fascinating. I love watching you parent Lulu. It's something I've always enjoyed from the day, the first day I got to see it because you are, sometimes I feel like uh, while I am a father figure to her in every way, I still feel like a spectator sometimes when you guys are really in it. Mm -hmm. And um, the way that you have uh, patience with her and like, you get down on her level right away. You never snap. You're always like ready to hash it out. And yeah. I and your patience and like um, thoroughness with getting through her feelings with her is like something that I'll I always aspire to. And it is like tough. I'm like, it's know. reactionary. Cause... You know what it feels like? It feels like when you watch somebody do a yoga move that you you're like, ha! Like there's no fucking way I can put my foot <laughs> over my own head. <laughs> That's like what it's like for me to watch. I'm like, if I did that, my leg would snap off. I think that I grew up feeling like I was not heard as much as I would have liked to have been. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's a conscious thing. It's not necessarily what is the most natural or easy for me, but I don't know. I feel like there's so there's a lot of power and connection in hearing someone, really hearing someone and letting them know that you hear them and even if you don't agree with what they're saying, mm-hmm. um you let them say it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not perfect. I definitely have snapped a few times, but I I I make an effort really every sing- I have I don't know. I mean, she makes me crazy sometimes. Yeah. Of course, I want to just be like. I mean, I t- I tell her I'm like, no, I'm shut th- up. I'm like, I'm gonna throw you out the window. Yeah. Stop that. I always tell her to throw her out the window. She's gonna grow up with like a fear of windows. <laughs> she thinks it's funny. She's like, yeah, she's no, like, don't. Um, it's funny because I can barely pick her up, so I don't know why I would throw her <laughs> out the window. I could kind of lightly drip you out the window. Yeah. Or, you know. Uh. Yeah. It's. And, you know, it, I don't know, it must be hard for you to watch me uh, kind of, you know, the when I'm trying to be patient, but I'm not. You've told me several times, and I appreciate it when you're like, you know, maybe just be a little nicer. Yeah. And it's, like, good to have that perspective. And it's I, – I don't know if it's the same for, like, full – parents and kids families where they can talk about it that way i mm-hmm. guess they could but i, mean, I really take the note as i like think produ- the tone that you say stuff in is even more important than whatever it is you're saying it's almost like when you talk to a dog yeah 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 i think they pick up on i mean kids are just so perceptive i think they pick up on your tone and i think they can really tell if you are angry or if you're you know sad or whatever mm-hmm. i mean there have been times when I was really down and Lulu picked up on it. Yeah. It's crushing to have your kid know that you're going through it, but it's like, wow, they're really they they really know what's going on, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So we have our uh squirts uh roughly half the time. Mm-hmm. Um and you I know that you miss her so bad yeah. when you don't have her. What would you say, like, I'm sure we have a lot of parents that listen to this that have this situation. What mm-hmm. do you think is the, uh, like, do you, I often catch you looking at pictures of Lulu on your phone. <laughs> I know, I do. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, I I know that if I did that, I would, like, miss her so much more. So yeah. I don't do that on purpose. But I don't you, know. You'll be in there watching video after video crying, you know, it's like. No, I don't cry every time. I cry if I'm not, <laughs> if I'm having a rough day. But I, it is really hard for me to share my kid. Yeah. It is really hard. It is made a little bit easier because I know her dad really cares about her. And she also has a really great stepmom. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel a lot better. There's open communication there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we like let each other know how dinner is going. Did she eat her vegetables? What kind of mood was she in? Yeah. And um, that definitely makes it easier. But yeah, I miss I miss her a lot. And whenever she's not around and I'm not looking at pictures of her, I'm usually working. Like I yeah. work as much as I can when she's not around. Right. I think part of my block is um, I as you know, do not get along with Goldie's mom at all. And so there's no like free exchange of information um, that's like easy. Like we obviously communicate, but not like in a, in a friendly, oh, check out this cute thing Goldie did way. Like we don't have that. So I kind of shut it, I have to shut it off or because I don't really have a choice. Yeah. And I um, I feel for you. That's really, that's really difficult. Yeah. So I, it, I am not going to go back and look at pictures of her while I don't have her because I don't even know what she's going through over there. I don't know. And, you know, I, she's well taken care of, you know, in terms of, you know, she's like warm and has food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, and that's, you know what? I have to say, I am grateful for that because a lot of parents don't even have that. Yeah. They, they send their kid over to a, parent that they don't trust at all to like take care of their kid that's yeah. got to be the hardest thing in the world oh, i don't God, know how I they can't do it even imagine yeah so um but that's i kind of have to turn mine off uh my heart off a little bit yeah. when i don't have her i'm um, sorry well as she she's almost old enough to pro- start communicating with she, me directly yeah, she so. kind of fills you in and now we when we talk it's like there's just it's just like she calls me or i call her you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like at that point it's not where it have everything has to be so facilitated right um but uh and that'll get better. Yeah. You know. 
but watching them develop their bond was really fun. Uh, the girls? It's, it's getting, because it's getting better, you know. Um, it's funny, when they first, they when they would argue or fight or have, you know, issues, it's weird because uh, I feel like in, like in your family growing up, your sisters used to fight like MMA fighters, like mm-hmm. you said, you know. And the bar is so much higher, I feel like, for stepchildren to get along. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I think that that's true. Um, It's, I don't think my parents should have let us fight like that. And if you (laughs) asked them, they would say we were never okay with that. Oh, that's not the right way to do it. Right. Um, but no, I have like a zero tolerance with physical violence. Zero tolerance. Mm -hmm. There's no pushing, there's no shoving, there's no snatching, there's right. no, I, it's absolutely not okay because I don't want them to express themselves physically like that. Mm-hmm. I've even said, if you're really angry, just smack a pillow. If yeah. you really need to physically get it out or stomp your feet, but don't touch another person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get, a, get a tattoo, yeah, whatever. dude, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it's funny how common sibling violence used to be. And I know. I've, I don't feel like it's such a thing anymore. But no. also parents used to spank a lot more. And now it's like you never. Everybody was hitting everybody. Yeah. You never hear about any of that. It happening. was like WrestleMania if in the I, 80s. Yeah. I, would, <laughs> I can't imagine spanking Lulu. No. I can't imagine that. So weird. I can't imagine it either. I can't imagine like getting physical with either of them. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Uh, that always, I think that bred a lot of anger in me and my sisters mm-hmm. because that happened yeah. at our house. And <clears throat> I don't know, when you are a kid and someone is punishing you by hurting your body mm-hmm. and you can't do anything about that, Yeah, I don't think it teaches anything. Mm-hmm. I think it just creates angry little people. And, yeah. you know, we... we're all very angry. The only lesson is you're smaller. Yeah. That's the only lesson. Yeah, I mean, I think spanking is essentially parent-on-kid bullying. I just don't agree with it. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think it teaches them anything. I'm like, take away their favorite toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, take away treats. Don't do something that will have an impact and that they will see the cause and effect. But hurting them, like, that's not going to make them want to be a better student or make right. better choices or whatever. If anything, they're gonna, they're going to eventually rebel so hard against you oh, yeah. and hate the fuck out of you. And they are going to get big enough to kick your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, another thing I'd, I've always wanted to try is leave them in the woods and with like see, a pencil. Yeah. With like a see, pencil. And then they have to make it. See if they can it, get out. See if they can get back out. Yeah. You know, uh, that builds resilience, self-esteem. Yeah, I would love to see them try to start a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Uh, they'd just be like, Papa. I know. And then there's, there's no Papa. I know. Um you're in the woods, bitch. So let's uh, let's do a quick uh, break, a real quick break. When we come back, on a lighter note, I think we should talk about who our dream parent would have movie been parents? in a movie or a TV show that we wished that had been our parents and why. You want right. to do that? All right. Yeah. We'll be right back with more Your Two Dads. And we're back. Yeah. Uh, with your two dads. Mm-hmm. Um, Meg Malloy is here to Hi. helping us out because Sean went to Miami <laughs> like a like sh- like a DJ. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk about. I wanted to ask you uh, who, if you, you had great parents, they did their best. Yeah, and same here. My, yeah. they were imperfect people. They did their best. As you were grown, growing up, you saw movies, you saw TV shows, you, you were not raised Amish. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, is there a movie or a TV show parent that you remember that you were like, why can't that guy or lady be my parent? There are two moms that come to mind. Oh, two moms. You're two moms? <laughs> there are two moms. One is, um, you've, you've seen Curly Sue, right? Oh, yeah. Curly Sue starring... Um, uh, the Jim Belushi. Yes, and I don't know the little girl's name. Did she grow up to be? She won. That was I, de- look, I assume I they're all Dakota her. Fanning, she, but I'm probably she wrong. She won the Voice. She won the Voice. Yeah. Really? She, yeah, like a few years ago. What a weird life. I know. It's crazy. Anyway, she was so cute. 
Kelly Lynch, who Kelly played Lynch. Gray, the super successful attorney. Okay. Um, very 90s stylish. Mm-hmm. Also, she was a model, you know. I just thought, wow, she just went Model to, slash lawyer. Yeah. She went to Marshall Fields, which was uh, a long time ago, a very fancy department store uh, okay. in Chicago. This is Kelly Lynch is the, is the woman uh, in yeah, the movie. Yeah, and she okay. went buck wild and bought Curly Sue all this stuff. And oh. Curly Sue was like- in her bathtub, uh, you know, her giant like cereal bowl bathtub. And I was just like, fuck yeah, I want to live in an apartment like that. Yeah. I want to get all those new clothes. Um, I don't know. I just thought that she was like pretty cool. She was like a rich lady, but she had a heart of gold. Wow. And that's that's the one you don't see very often. It's, it's always m- Hooker with a heart of go- gold. You don't usually see Rich Lady with a heart of gold. Yeah, in it's movies. not uh, it's not a common thing. I think my other movie mom choice would definitely have to be <laughs> Shelley Long. Yeah, who played Phyllis Neffler <laughs> in True Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, she was fucking crazy. She was hilarious. She had like this big curly orange hair. Also, just doing her best, by the way. Doing her best. Yeah. Very um, flawed character. So stylish and mm-hmm. like just wanting to connect with her kid. And now when I've watched it as an adult, I can totally relate to her. Yeah. When we you showed it to me, it was the first time I ever saw it was yeah. this year, basically, or yeah. last you know, or late and last year. And her like insecurities as a mom. I was blown away by this movie. I thought it was I I thought it was something totally different that no. I just avoided, you know, in the eighties or whatever. Such a good and then movie. I it's like you know, it's it's still got the kind of um, not ultra realistic version of a divorce in it, but it's but there's some real good moments in there, especially with parenting. She treated her daughter like a best friend, which is right. a big no no. Right. Um, but other than that, you know, but she was all there. She was like really trying. Yeah, you know? and she was having a tough time, but she was doing her best to maintain a facade for her kid. Yeah. And I think that's something I didn't see when I watched it as a kid, but mm-hmm. I appreciate it as an adult because I definitely have had to do that with Lulu. You never want to see that. You know, I want to be honest with her about my feelings, but maybe not fully. Yeah. You know, you want them to feel like you're they're safe and you've got it together. Right. Even if you don't have it together. Right. But um, I don't know. I just... I really, I love Shelley Long. She's yeah, so great. she was great in that. Yeah, I love that that '80s thing of um, how different the sexual politics were back then. Mm-hmm. Because Craig T. Nelson, her husband, is a total jerk off, and he's starts da- having an affair with another younger with woman. his divorce attorney or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the movie is about them, her trying to get him back. And it's like, she's isn't not, it kind of? She's not really trying to get him back. I think she's trying to be like, look, I'm thriving. I don't need you. Uh-huh. And I think she also is like, what happened? Why are we not into each other anymore? Okay. Um, which I think is a thing that can happen to people. You do. It's hard to balance a relationship and parenting. Yeah. We know. Like, we. it's hard sometimes. Especially in Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> those poor people. <laughs> but yeah, those would be my moms. And I am not really sure who my dad would be. Well, that's all right. Um. Honestly, the first thought I had... Two moms is great. Yeah, the first thought I had was Drop Dead Fred, but he's not a dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's a terrible answer. Um, Yeah. What a nightmare. What is it about Drop... Is there anything redeeming about Drop Dead Fred, what he was trying to teach Phoebe Cates in that movie? That, like, you know... Because he just gave me anxiety. I know. I'm sure that's a. I'm sure that that's what that movie does to you. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. If you've never seen it, which I can't believe you haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, he basically encourages her to be as bad as humanly possible. I don't think it's just about being bad, though. I think he's like, you don't have to turn out like your mom. Right. Look at your mom. She's not happy. Mm-hmm. The, oh, and her mom the, was the one that was like, everything's great all the time. Right. I have no cracks. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, look, she is not perfect. You can be bad you can you know do whatever you need to do to Life find yourself messy. find yourself dining man. rooms are for eating in not for museums yeah 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 uh who would yours be oh boy okay well <clears throat> i guess 
um, the trio of this is so corny and um whatever. Did I you pick a whole this. family? Kind of. Oh I God! Mean, no, well, no, he, hold on. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say if you could combine the Full House dads into one personality, that's who I because because Danny was the like heart one that was like you know. I see Danny Tanner was not was a polar opposite of my father because uh-huh. he was like do good in school what's going on with you inside you're good enough you're amazing but you know what life is kind of hard let's get that math homework done yeah that was Danny Tanner well let's clean our rooms cleaning our rooms makes us feel better you know mm-hmm. like that kind of shit and then uh, Jesse was like supposed to be the dangerous one because he liked Elvis that made him dangerous and in the, the 80s. Beach Boys yeah <laughs> He's so dangerous. How do they let this guy in a house with children? He has a leather jacket or two. Uh, but he was like, at Who least... knew the most dangerous person on that show would be Aunt Becky? Hey, felony. Um, so, and then Uncle Joey, obviously, I'm a comedian. Yeah. What's funny, how crazy is it, by the way, that I frequently will do comedy sh- uh, clubs in the on, on the road and... Fucking Dave Goulier is next. Like he's like <laughs> it's my headshot and then his headshot, and I'm like fucking. I can't believe I have the same job as Uncle Joey. We're we're in different tax brackets, but it's like the same general. It's just so crazy. But he was like the goofy, fun one, you know, the childish one. I think. Yeah. Um, I've never thought about it like this, but they it takes all three to make a, a good. You should send him a Facebook message and see if he wants to hang out at the Mall of America <laughs> next time you're up there. Well, that's the thing about my job is we never see each other because we can't have two people in the same. There's not room enough in this town for the both of us kind of thing. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so those three together would be one. And Mm -hmm. then um, I always loved – here's the thing. I don't even know if he was a parent. I really don't. But Huey Lewis, I'm obsessed with as a man. (laughs) His style, his hair, his his joie de vivre. And he just seems like he would be such a fun – fucking cool ass dad yeah you know he just seems like is the perfect he a dad? dad i don't know i don't know anything about his private life uh except that he recently tragically has gone deaf and that's really sad but yeah. he uh seems like the coolest dude i know that he was divorced about roughly 10 years ago they must have had kids he has a legendary schlong does he oh it's legendary he has like the big coach how big is huey lewis's dick <laughs> is that a real thing <laughs> yeah He's like supposed to. He's really got a hammer. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe. I can't believe. I me. mean, the confidence to be like, I'm gonna play harmonica and basically '50s rock and roll in the '80s. He does have kids. Is big dick Kelly energy. Lewis and Austin Lewis. Hey, look at those normal names. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So I just want a guy that is cheerful, wants to hang out, wants to throw the ball around. And then when you have a problem, listens. That's all I care about. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. What about a mom? Uh, For a mom, uh, that's a weird one. That's a weird one. For a boy to think of a different mom is tough. Yeah. I loved my mom. She was really, she didn't really fuck up until later. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole other episode. She was was really in there until around 11. (laughs) (laughs) And shit got a little rocky. Um, and then by 12, you're not looking at ladies on TV like they want to be your mom. So it's uh, that's a tough question yeah. to answer. I, I was good with my mom. But moms that I uh, really loved on TV, I had a thing for uh, Kirstie Alley on Cheers. I don't know why. Mm. She had, she was kind of like tough. But, yeah. but every once in a while would show her soft side and something that really appealed to me about that. Mm. I liked her. I did not like Shelley Long on Cheers. Couldn't stand her. Really? Yeah, isn't that weird? Mm. Loved her in True Beverly Hills. I just couldn't stand Diane's character. So, anyway. To each his own. I know. And, I think you know this already, first huge crush was Aunt Becky. That was my first, like... You and every other dude your age, I think. I don't think so. Really? No, no. Every guy I knew was really into Alyssa Milano. Yeah, I could see that. That was a big one. I think there were probably some Aunt Becky crushes out there. Maybe. We didn't talk about it. She looks pretty much the same. I know. It's crazy. Shit's going to go downhill too bad, when she's uh, in the Too bad I'm not going to see her on the road. I know. <laughs> I could go visit her in prison. <laughs> you might see her on the side of the road cleaning up Hey-oh! trash. <laughs> you missed a fucking baby, baby Ruth rapper. Uh, 
you uh, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. I think we had a great Thanks time. Thanks for having me. If you guys have any... Uh, <laughs> Thanks you for s- having me. Like, yeah. we're not about to go get in the same car. <laughs> I know. And go work on your store. Uh, the... You want to plug your yeah. Instagrams? I, plug your stuff. Yeah, I'm at Meg.Malloy. And on Instagram. At, and also at Mint.LA, which is... Mint.LA! Which is my little vintage store. Where you are opening a vintage store. Yeah. And I think that's really great, and you have amazing stuff and a great eye. So Thank people should you. check that out. Uh, I am Julian McCullough at Instagram, obviously, I th- and at Jules Mac on Twitter. Hi, Shelly Miscavige. <laughs> <laughs> if I you stayed to. for the whole thing. Yeah. It paid off. Uh, I'm saying goodbye for Sean, who uh, this this episode, we went a whole episode without talking about cum, which yeah. is insane. I know. I think we're probably going to get a letter from the network of concern. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't enough yeah. splooge material. Usually, usually the iTunes is stuck together uh, by <laughs> the end of our episodes. Uh, so, Sean, I hope you had a great time in Miami. And uh, we'll be we'll be back next week. Me and Sean, who knows who we'll get as a guest. Maybe you. Maybe you can come back. Who knows? Uh, but you have to talk about come. <laughs> uh, Gladly. Next week, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, goodbye. Bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.